And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, wherever you are from. This is your host, Stephen St. Clair, with the Craft of Quill podcast. And man, what an intro that was, huh? A little bit of excitement, a little blood pumping through your veins. Well, I decided to do something completely unscripted and off the book, so to speak. My wife, whom... Uh, some of you may know, uh, Sadie K. Frazier uh, has recently inspired me to want to do things a little bit differently. Uh, she's cranking out the podcast left and right, and I tell you what, I wish I had as much uh, enthusiasm or zeal for cranking them out like she does, which, don't don't get me wrong, I do. I just... Well, you know what? It's going to lead right into this actual podcast for what I'm going to talk about. So I recently, uh, my wife and I have been trying to get things squared away so that we can, I don't know, one might say get back into the author biz, but there is a lot to it. And when you've been behind for as long as we have been and on the things we have been, uh, social media, websites, writing which is in my blog on my website called Two Roads, One Choice. We've been kind of dealing with some roadblocks here, and honestly, it's been a little bit much uh, between work, working uh, four days at like 11 hours a day each. Dad recently passed probably a month ago, and there's just a string of things that were enough to knock a man or a woman down to her knees and seriously question some things that were going on. All of that had an impact on uh, my writing and probably my wife's writing. She at some point took a different turn in her authorship and switched to wanting to help people tell their story. Now, whether you simply just want to Uh, learn to become an author, that's fine, awesome, great. Or if you're somebody that went through some traumatic stuff growing up, or even yesterday, my wife's course was designed to help you help yourself. And um, I'm very proud of her for the things that she did. She needs people on that course, man, I'm telling you. She needs to, she needs some followers. So, a uh, little little ad promo there. Listen to the Daily Escape podcast with Sadie K. Frazier. You will find um, she has a lot of humor, a lot of emotion, a lot of insight to things that could help you not only in your life, but in, in your profession, in writing, and just anything that maybe need a little bit of extra kick in the pants for. Um, she is very talented. I've been trying to recently... Um, get back into music. She is a pianist, very well trained at that. And I suppose it'd be that if you don't have inspiration for one, you probably don't have inspiration for a lot of other things. But it's my job as her husband to help her steer her own ship. You don't have to tell her where to go or what to do. She knows what to do. But sometimes, just sometimes, the ship's sails need a little little wind in them. So I've been trying to convince her a little bit like hey you got more magic in you than you think how about you go over there and tickle the ivories a little bit you know something like that so anyways i wrote a blog post uh i think it was last friday 
I think that's what I did. And it is called Two Roads, One Choice. So I will just read the blog and then kind of interpret what I was trying to say here. If you have ever heard of the Robert Frost poem about the two roads, then you know the various meanings behind the poem. For some of you, you might be the type of person that doesn't see how that poem could possibly have any meaning in your life. But you know what? It should and probably does. We all have choices to make, paths to travel. We don't often know which path to take. Is the one on the left easier? Are there pitfalls or traps? All you can try to do is make good choices along the way. Life is like that. Do I take this job or that job? Date that person or the other person? Red pill or blue pill? A little matrix humor there. Try to make the best informed decision you can and just go. Adapt the best you can when things get tough, but enjoy the moments when you are able to bask in the sunshine. One path I often get stuck on is which manuscript to work on. Each has their own voice, their own road I must travel down, which often makes writing harder because I start to wonder if I should have worked on the other manuscript instead. There isn't anything or anyone that says you can't work on more than one in a sitting. Heck, two weeks ago I worked on two in the span of three or four hours. So there you go. So just remember, when it comes to the road you're on, you make the rules as you are moving along. Now go get them. Now, I'm going to do a quick breakdown or synopsis of what I just said there. The Robert Frost, Frost poem excuse me, is probably a representation of all of our lives in one form or another. If you want to apply that to, uh, if you are an author, apply that to your own life. You insert analogy here, but in my case, and probably my wife's case, I think at one point I, I had in my, my Google Drive over 40 manuscripts. Some had merely just an idea. Some had 10 pages. Some had probably under 100. So the ideas weren't lacking per se. And heck, I, I get ideas for stuff often. Not super regularly, but often enough that once again, I picked up the tip from my wife about use your email and email yourself. So that's what I did. I, if we're out, or, you know, whatever it takes to get the idea to where you can see it. But in the end, it always comes down to sitting at the computer. God forbid you use notebook and pen or pe pencil, but hey, kudos. But really, it boils down to sitting at the computer and just type. Now, I'm not taking light of the situation for anybody that just doesn't have it or inspired. Um, that That's three-fourths the battle. It's a head game. It's finding the words with which to write on paper. Simple enough, right? Well, if you hop over to my wife's podcast, um, just pick one. Uh, the Daily Escape Podcast with Sadie K. Frazier. You will find all kinds of tips and tricks how to get out of your head and write. I, I often wonder if maybe she doesn't need to go back and listen to her own podcast. But you know what? Each person has their own battle. And speaking of battles, a couple weeks ago we made an attempt at writing. And I, I think it's probably one of those nights where I did write and she didn't. She worked on uh, blog stuff or coursework or whatever. But 
I told her, I said, hey, come here for a minute. Trust me with something. So she, I was sitting at my desk, and she kind of leaned over, and I put my hands on the side of her head. I said, I need you to imagine for a minute. You are floating in space. There is nothing around you, nothing but darkness. You were trying to find your bearings, but there's nothing to go by. Then suddenly you see a light in the distance. So you find your way towards that light. Now you can take that light and you can shape it and mold it into whatever you would like. And you have to stop and ask yourself, what do I want that light to be? So as I'm standing there trying to work my own magic within her, she starts to cry. And most guys that are in touch with their wives... And I, this has nothing to do with taking away my man card, by the way. I truly care about my wife. Sometimes you just don't know the things you say and the meanings they'll have until you see their effects. I looked at her after I pulled my hands away from her head, and she basically told me, she goes, you don't know how much I needed that. And I said, honey, you've got to give yourself permission to let go, permission to step outside your head for a while, push away the stresses, and that's not easy either. When you got one child that lives 17 hours away and you've got the rest of your kids here and they each have their own choose-your-own-adventure, which isn't always good, moms are going to stress. But in this particular case, all I wanted her to do was find that light or that beacon in the blackness of space and float towards it. And when you find it, shape it and mold it into whatever story you would like it to be. So that And that kind of gets back to the Robert Frost poem about the two roads. You often cannot control what's on the roads that you're on. But what you can sometimes control is how you handle the situation. And if given enough time, you can properly think of how to get past some to most obstacles. And in my wife's case, her obstacle lately is that ethereal person, being, or radio wave that has been missing from her brain or her heart that has been giving her the words to write. And it's not like she doesn't have a lot either in terms of manuscripts, but man, if you don't have those words, if you can't tell the story that's within you, the well done dried up, I want each of you to think about that after you've listened to this podcast. And by the way, this is not going to be a long one. Mine tend to be 40, 45, 50 minutes, almost an hour. This is merely a podcast to plant the seed within you that will help you hopefully choose the road and to stay on it. Hell, switch roads. I don't care. If you are an author or a writer of some kind and you are lacking inspiration for which... You have ample manuscripts. You need to find that passion again. There are so many tricks out there. Some of the easier ones are to get up and walk around. Another one is take a shower or a bath. Immerse yourself in water. Water is a known energy amplifier, if you believe in that stuff. Immerse yourself in nature. Meditate. Eat yourself stupid, but don't do so much that you have to take a nap. I've done that too. Um, listen to music. I am kind of a weird person in terms of what I listen to. I'm very eclectic. So I, when I write, more often than not, I will have a YouTube playlist up. 
if you Google, not Google, sorry, if you're on YouTube, look up Space Ambient. There are a ton of playlists under that heading. Or I like Mongolian throat music. That's very weird. Like I said, I am eclectic. I, I tend to not want to listen to things with vocals. They're too... Uh, I kind of feel if I'm trying to tell a story, I don't need that other person's story in my head. Find something that works for you. You know, do you have too many distractions around you, in front of you? Uh, my wife and I's office is set up, interestingly enough, you walk in, used to our oldest daughter's uh, bedroom. If you walk in the door, uh, straight ahead is her, her desk. She's got a really pretty setup. We've got some plants in front of the windows. Um, but then to the right... Um, my desk is in a closet. It's just your standard bedroom closet. Uh, the doors I took off because they kept mysteriously falling off. And in the closet, there are some shelves with my stuff. I do get a little distracted by them, but at this point, it's not enough to really screw me over. But I have, you know, my laptop. I have two big honking monitors. I have my 2.1 surround. I have a light. I have I just have stuff, but you know what? It's it's enough that I can manage. You know, I even have a candle. Um, but the funny part is, is my wife sits behind me, and she has a 32-inch monitor on her desk, so she <laughs> she really can't see much. And so I'm sitting in front of her, and and, her, and my back is towards her. It used to be, we used to face each other sort of, but with her monitor. So it's we have an unusual uh, setup. We share the same space. Her keyboard's next to me on my right. Uh, I have a 40-inch TV mounted on the wall with surround sound, you know, in case we ever get the itch to watch TV in here, which, you know, sitting in your office chair, you're not going to be real comfy unless you have, like, a shiatsu massage chair. But anyways, define your space that you're in. Organize it the best way you see fit. Limit your distractions, and I'm talking all distractions. Um, if you're a writer and you need absolute silence, or if you can write in chaos, I have three dogs. I can't write when they're barking, neither can my wife, or anything else that goes on. So we have to, we, we tend to write on Friday nights, if we're really lucky, like it used to be Saturday nights. And on rare occasions, we would do a threefer. We would write three days in a row. But we managed it. We, we limited our distractions. We took breaks. Well, I took breaks. I, I move around a lot. I get restless leg syndrome sometimes, or I get hungry. You know, all that brain power takes energy. So, And the funny part is, and my wife doesn't always understand, we all do certain things that just are relaxation for us. I get to a point, because I'm, I'm up really early. I'm up before 6 every day. And so if I write on a Friday night, I'm already up before 6, so, you know, more often than not, we don't sit down until 5.30 or 6. So I've already been up for 12 hours. So partway through the night when I'm writing, my eyes start getting heavy and my head starts kind of wobbling. And next thing I know, <laughs> that lasts for a few minutes. And all of a sudden, I bolt upright and I'm good to go. My wife does not understand how I can do that. And to be honest, I don't either. But I think there's a part of me that just... Then the need for a little nap outweighs the need for a little writing. So it's it's all all in what you want to do while you're in your environment. I suggest you redefine your environment if you're or if you're having a rough start like we've been, start over. 
check your websites, check your social media. Where where are you at? Are you writing with purpose? Or are you purposely not writing because nothing is there? Or are you trying too hard to make the magic happen? You know, as, as the saying goes, good things come to those that wait. Well, some might say, well, how long do I wait? However long it takes. Um, I have a favorite Bible verse. Uh, I'm not a Bible thumper, but the first two words are my favorite part of this this Bible verse. Psalms 46.10, be still. I mean, I'll let you look up the rest, but those two words have more meaning than so many other things in my life. And when you are in your element, or trying to be, the very first thing you should do is be still. Sit, gather yourself, relax, get everything set up. But in the moment when you're trying to gather your your energy, marshal your forces, allow yourself, allow your brain, your spirit, your energy to be still. And then find that music that really just gets you going and have at it. And I, I often, uh, I've told my wife before, you know, and I'm. It's been a while if I've written or worked on a particular manuscript. I'll go back and read the last chapter. I'll, I might read the last two chapters, and it's it's not that I'm lacking in inspiration. It's I feel like every character in my book is a friend, and by going back and reading the past chapter, or two chapters I wrote, I feel like I'm like catching up on conversation with an old friend. And then by the time I'm at a point where I'm ready to pick up and carry on, I already know what I need to do. I've got, you know, more often than not, I've got stuff planned out where I want to go. But sometimes for me, I'm also a very eclectic writer. I write as if I'm in the moment. Sometimes I have things planned out. Um, it's it's very hard to plot out things from beginning to end. I was trying to write a, a uh, book manuscript for a particular sci-fi franchise through a particular studio that has a lion on it. I'll let you figure that out. And they wanted pretty much the whole story plotted out chapter by chapter. And I just, I managed to get it, but it was hard, people. I don't, I don't write like that. I write in little bits and pieces. And it's just, it was so hard. And I even told the, uh, the representative, I said, I said, Tom, I don't, I have a hard time writing that way. I am very much on the fly. I do go back and, you know, correct things and reread things. But for me to sit down, that would be like planning the next year of my life out. I just, I, it's not possible. So the next time you sit down at your computer and before you are two roads, left or right, straight, reverse, you define what your road is, but let your road come upon you and choose your own adventure. Remember, you make the rules for the most part, so you get to decide how you want that road. You, you get to decide how that story plays out that you're working on. And if you play it out right, your book will be as beautiful as you are. So, I'm going to end it here, surprisingly, only after 22 some odd minutes, maybe. And I'm making this short because I just decided I need to sit down and do something unscripted, unprompted. I hope you like it. So, I'm going to bid you a farewell. And my website, in case you want to read my blogs 
are Stephen St. Clair Writ. Wixsite.com. Let me spell it out for you because my author name is not Stephen with a V. It's S T E P H E N S T C L A I R W R I T. Wixsite.com forward slash crafted quill. I'll let you navigate from there. Y'all have a good night. And I hope you find the magic to write your next bestseller. Have a good night, everybody. Peace out. This has been another episode of the Crafted Quill Podcast brought to you by Traveling Realms Media. Music